Welcome to Sea Time, everybody. The off-road show that brings you all the results, news, and online shenanigans that make being online a good time. We'd like to say thank you to Fly Racing for their support of Sea Time. Please go check them out at flyracing.com. Welcome, everybody, to Seat Time. Brian Pierce here, your host for this fine evening. It is episode 184 on a Tuesday evening, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time in Texas. Super, super excited to be here with you guys. Uh, we're going to have Phil Smodgy on in here in a little bit. They're driving to Wisconsin. He's had some issues, and being that he is Captain America in the Marvel Universe live show, I felt it only right that I wear my Captain America shirt. Bubba, my son Liam, he did wear his Captain America shirt all day today, too, so... We're going strong. Of course, Seat Time, the online show for the off-road enthusiasts. If you enjoy doing anything on two wheels or getting dirty or just having fun in the woods, this is going to be the show for you. So thank you for tuning in. Big thanks, of course, too, to Fly Racing, to Kenda Tire, and to Stillwell Performance for their support of Seat Time. If you guys don't know about Fly Racing, of course, you go to flyracing.com, learn more about that stuff, or at your local dealer. I had heard through the grapevine that there's a small chance you should be paying attention to what the Fly Racers are wearing at the Monster Energy Cup this weekend. That could be interesting. So I'll be looking to see uh, if that little birdie was just pissing in the wind or if there's actually some fun stuff there. Of course, Kenda Tires. So uh, kendatire.com where you can learn more about that. I would love to tell you. Go to your local dealer. Ask them to carry Kenda Tires and check them out. Of course, if you're going to be doing any kind of off-road riding, definitely look into the Equilibrium for the rear tire and give that guy a try. It's a nice hybrid tire between a trials tire and a uh, and a regular knobby tire, if you will. So definitely worth a try. Rhythm in Colorado, rhythm at the TKO. They're definitely worth uh, you having some fun on. And then, of course, Stillwell Performance is stillwellperformance.com. Get your off-road suspension done and taken care of by Alan Stillwell and the boys there in Arizona. They are the place to go to for off-road suspension. Obviously, the teams that they've worked with, the riders they've worked with, and the ability that they have to be able to tune the bike the way that you need it to ride on the type of terrain that you're going to be riding on, definitely check them out. Stillwellperformance.com. Thank you guys for your support. Of course, this is Seat Time. You can find us on SeatTime.co. That is the website. It's where we archive the show. And then, of course, if you want to do audio only, it's Stitcher and iTunes. You can uh, get the show there if you wanted to. We do have a chat room, tok.io slash seat time, if you wanted to join us tonight. And then, of course, I wanted to say, remember, go to Selfie, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com and go for our, we have the TKO raw footage, 15 minutes of pre-mix greatness out there for you guys to go check that out. Um, it's awesome. And if I wanted to say it really easy, it's selfie dot, selfie.com slash P slash C X Y J. We, I'm going to put that in the chat room for everybody. Of course, we'll put it in the show notes as well in well, the show notes. So those will be on YouTube and, of course, there as well um, in your podcast app that you might be happening to use. Recent happenings is Steven's back. So Steven has been gone for a couple of weeks. They had a baby. And, uh, you know, you only get so many weeks off for work in real life work, not hobby work. And so he was like, well, I'm back to work. I might as well be back at seat time, too. So, Steven, I have to ask, how has everything gone with the baby? It's actually been a lot better than I thought thought yeah it would be so he's <laughs> he'll go to bed around midnight one o'clock sleep till five what so that's yeah that's awesome yeah 
That's the that's that's what everybody hopes and dreams for. Even I mean, yeah. sure, stay, you know, it'd be great if you went to bed at ten and slept till six, but we don't all get. I don't even asking. go to bed that early. That's so, true. That's so true. I I don't mind it. You're not as crazy as I am. <laughs> yeah, I don't wake up before the sun rises either. Right? Yeah, I do. So. It's retarded. Um, well, you know, I, I don't know you how much you want to get into if your wife would be okay with and such. But does does the the birth everything in that nature go okay? Did it get weird anything, or it just kind of smooth sailing? Yeah, no, everything went great. Uh, we actually the water her water broke uh, like while I was on my way to Terrell, so I had to like. Turn back. Turn around. around. <laughs> yeah. They they called me up and was like, hey, y'all better get your ass back here. Happening. So, it, yeah, <laughs> it's happening now. <laughs> so, we're about... So, he's born at 35 weeks, so he's still kind of premature. Okay. But, but still in the oven longer than Olivia was. Right. So, and, uh, as long as we got past that that mark then the doctor's like hey whenever he's ready yeah y'all will know uh and what, what's his full name it's hayden robert donald rice whoa yeah four names yeah four names explain olivia's got four names ah so and we're splitting grandparents names and then the wife's middle name so we okay. did the same thing with hayden so okay he's got uh, my father-in-law's middle name and then my middle name. So, your middle name's Donald or the other one? Yeah, Donald. Nice. It. Yeah. What's your brother's name? Daniel. Daniel. That's all. I was like, wait a minute, Donald. Didn't that his name? And I was like, well, it was no. close. My was dad. Close. My dad's name's Donald. I think I just called him Mister Rice the whole time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Probably. know. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, no. So it's we're we're happy to have Stephen back. Of course, for those of you who paid attention uh, and tuned in the uh, past couple of weeks, two weeks ago, Cooper was running the show, and we had Jordan Bailey on the couch. And last week, of course, my wife was running the show, and we had just myself on the couch tonight. So I've got Captain America here with me. Um, so Phil has been uh, having some interesting stuff go on in his life. That started last Wednesday. It's going to be fun to talk to him. Of course, they're traveling, so we're just going to be doing that by phone. But it's going to be interesting to talk to him. So we'll get him do- called in here and see what's going on. But as I, as we do that, uh, let's talk about this past weekend with the National Enduro that happened, the Mud Daubers. Um, so we saw Grant Baylor get his first win this year at that National Enduro um, and it hit one second over Josh Strang. Josh Strang was just came out firing on all cylinders. His first two rounds uh, broke a foot peg off or foot his brake pedal off in the third one, and then won the last two tests and needed to make up 23 seconds and made up 22 seconds. So he was still one second behind Grant Baylor there at the end. So pretty pretty intense battle. Yeah, absolutely. We can hear you. You sound sexy. No, I can't. Sounds like. A week's worth we of uh, congestion buildup in a hospital bed is what that sound is. I can only imagine. So, welcome to Seat Time. Thank you very much. And if at any time my laugh or what I say freaks you out and the Oxycontin starts kicking in, you just let us know and you feel free to hang the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here's how that'll work. If, uh, if all of a sudden I don't answer a question, it's probably because I'm passed out in a pain medically induced, pain pill induced uh, coma. So, right. just so you know, if I, it's not that I don't like the question, it's just that I'm going to be, you know, out of commission. <laughs> Understood, man. Understood. So, 
Obviously, we haven't had a chance to really talk in person in a while, but I wanted to say congrats on getting married. That's got to be pretty awesome. Yeah, that's uh, so far been the highlight of this of this year, I'd say for sure. Yeah, I know. For sure. And then, uh, of course, you know, you've been Captain America for a good bit now on the Marvel Universe Live Tour, and I'm sure that they're going to be missing you for a little bit while you're recovering. Uh, just so you know, I know that you were on the phone right now, but I do have my Captain America shirt on. And I do have my son's Captain America doll with me. So you're here in spirit, oh, buddy. You're here in spirit. Oh, man. Well, hey, I'm sure the dolls look a little bit better than I am right now. I've, I've gone uh, unshowered and unshaven for the past uh, week being in that bed. So, I, you know, we'll, we'll pretend the doll is what I look like right now. We'll go with that. I like it. You're very muscular, then, if that's what we're going with. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, unfortunately, that's, that's, a, that's all in the suit. They build that <laughs> stuff in, you know, special <laughs> effects and stuff. Oh, it's funny because uh, listening to Chris Pratt, he was talking about his role in uh, Guardians of the Galaxies, and everybody's like, holy shit, dude, you're fit. He goes, no, dude, that's a costume. He's like, they told me what to look <laughs> like, and I did, and then they put the rest on in the clothes. He's like, so I'm a beer-drinking, couch-sitting son of a bitch, and we're like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, we understand. Like, there's some uh, some Well, yeah, that's... I mean, that's why we do these tours. It's because we don't have to be in race shape anymore. We can be in tour shape, and they just build the muscles on us. So it's pretty its pretty much like a, a paid riding vacation. You know, that racing stuff, that stuff's hard. This is where we go to relax. <laughs> right? There's too much sweat involved in all that racing, man. You need to sit back and enjoy life a little. Oh, trust me. The, the, uh, the, the sweat suit with that muscle suit adds on quite a bit of... Quite a bit of um, sweat loss, I'm telling you, by the end of the show. Because, you know, we do actually have to do some pretty gnarly stuff in the show. So by the end, I'm dripping, sweating through that thing. It actually feels like I'm doing about half of a lap on an enduro cross track. Wow. Man. Well, it's it's a shame (laughs) that we missed it when it came to Dallas earlier this year. I believe you guys were in Dallas sometime in January or February. Um, And so I'm hoping once the 2016 calendar comes out for the back half of the year, that we get to see Dallas on there again, and I can take a little man, because I know that'll be bitching for him. He'll love seeing Captain America riding a motorcycle and doing tricks. He'll just freak out. So, Yeah, I think we do. We, we definitely head south and southwest again. I'm not sure exactly if it's Dallas, but I know we go, we go down, down that direction again. So, hey, um, I will hook you with some tickets. That'd be bitching. Maybe, yeah, no, well, regardless, we'll buy him, because I know he's going to love it. But if you want to hook us up, we'll take that, too, and we'll bring some seat time fans and have a good time with it. So let's let's break it down. Last Wednesday, the 7th, you posted pictures. Uh, you're in the hospital. You're like, oh, that sucks. I had an innocent wreck. I haven't really been in the hospital in a really long time. And it's a uh, couple stitches, blah, blah, blah. It didn't really look all that bad. So kind of take us through what brought you to the hospital. Well, you know, we got we perform on the weekends, so we got usually Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off to do whatever we want to do. So usually Monday is like a mellow day, so we go do ride some pit bikes or something. So doing some pit bike riding at a friend's place in Ohio, and he had you know he's got a bob or skid steer out there, so he he uh, was trying to get rid of some of the water, you know, pushing pushing puddles around, and he refaced his jump, and I came around. Uh, first lap on one of my buddy's bikes and you know it's a pit bike jump so you know 25 30 feet maximum so you figure what's the worst that can happen so you know i just came through third gear pinned on the 110 and i hit the face my front tire just sunk like a foot into this face and just pitched me over the bars so you know being like superhero and stuff i you know quick goat reflexes i jumped through the handlebars and i landed actually on the downside on my feet but I had some, I was going so fast that it just threw me forward and I slammed forward, you know, kind of tucked and rolled out of it a little bit, but, you know, slammed on my side pretty hard. 
I got up. Everybody's like, whoa, are you okay, man? I got up. I brushed myself off. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Let's, you know, we're, we're good. Let's, let's, still, let's still ride. And then my buddy Smalls, he looks at my arm. He's like, no, you're not good. Look at your arm. And I look down and see this big open gash, like down to the bone pretty much. I'm oh. like, okay, yeah, shit. I got to go get stitches. This is, this sucks. Our day of riding's over, I thought. So go in. I got nine stitches. Uh, actually, I can't jump there yet. Go into this hospital and it is hands down the weirdest experience I've ever had at a hospital. <laughs> me and uh, my, my buddy who drove me there, he's, uh, he plays um, uh, Red Skull on the show and he drives me into the, into the hospital. We go in there and the nurse or doctor or whatever lady, she honestly looked like a, a female cop. No offense to female cops out there, but you know that kind of, uh, you know the look, that female cop look. She's yes. got that. And so we sit down and she's like, okay, yeah, just, uh, there's a sink over there. There's some soap. Wash, wash yourself off. Wash your, wash the wound out. And we both look at each other like, uh, what we came to the hospital. So like you do it professionally thinking, you know, right. Cause we got this bit, I was all full of dirt and stuff, you know? And so we, I freaking bit the bullet, kneeled down next to the sink, bit on my freaking knuckles. And my buddy, Matt, he scrubbed on this open wound and you know, this bone deep wound and sit down, get that cleaned off as much as we could. And I guess the lady must have thought it was a pretty good job because she cleaned it off for maybe another five minutes or so and then stitched it right up and pretty much just said, okay, uh, see ya. And I'm like, wait, wait, what about, you know, like pain prescription or like what follow-up? What do I do? How often do I clean this? How often do I like what dress it? When can I go back to riding? When can I go back to work? Whatever. She's like, oh, no, you're good. It's, it, you're, you'll be good. You know, you can go right back to putting as much pressure on it as you want and this and that and um, yeah, she gave me a prescription for antibiotics and said, oh yeah, for pain, just go to, go to Walmart and get some ibuprofen. I'm like, what the heck is going on right now? <laughs> Holy <laughs> like, shit. Like seriously, we're, <laughs> we're staring at each other. Like, are, is this lady serious? Are we at a school or is this like, are we getting pranked or what's going on? So, I mean, I just, I, I took it as good news. I'm like, okay, sweet. Maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought, you know, maybe I got off, you know, pretty scot-free and I'll be riding at the show this weekend or I'll be going back and, and filming at, at the place we were we were staying at. Um, turns out, you know, the, the old saying, if it sounds too good to be true, it is because right. by that evening once, uh, oh, this is a good one. She's she's numbing the area to, um, to you know, stitch it up using this, this big-ass needle. I think it was way too, I don't have big forearms. I'm not, it's a muscle suit, you know? Yeah. My forearms are tiny. So she's got this like four-inch, five, six-inch needle. She's just ramming into my arm and my buddy sees me i'm just like in tons of pain because she keeps hitting the bone with the needle and she and he's like he's like okay dude like six shots in he's like okay dude don't worry she's almost done she's almost done and she says i'm not even close to done what are you talking about like i'm like lady what are you what are you are you trying to she's supposed to comfort me <laughs> instead of like seriously i thought it was like a halloween prank or something oh my massacre. gosh <laughs> so yeah she Finishes up, stitches up, sends us on our way. No discharge papers, no, no follow up, no orders for cleaning it or anything. Just says, "Yeah, you're good to go. Go right back to whatever you were doing." And you know, of course, I, I wasn't riding a motorcycle. I, I fell out of a tree. Is how I got hurt. You know, you oh, know for the drill. Sure. Yep. And <laughs> but then uh, that night, by the time the pain, uh, not the pain, the numbing medicine wore off, I was in the most pain, worse than I. You know, being riders, we've broken pretty much every bone in our body. And right. so I'd been in a lot of pain before. And this pain was like nothing I've ever felt. I was up all night, like pacing around this kid's house. With the, and he's like, well off dude. So it's a big house. I'm freaking 
getting lost in like a spin of pain and like layers of this house and just like doing laps until like four in the morning and just, I mean, in agonizing pain. I think that the mom either thought that I was, you know, crazy or pleasuring myself in a very weird way. <laughs> Holy but crap. she comes in and she's like, are you, are you okay? You know? And then my other buddy wakes up. He's like, dude, are we going to have to go back to the hospital? And I thought we were honestly, but I didn't really want to go back to the hospital. Cause like I said, how sketchy it was. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, he ended up another dude from tour. He's, we all, we're all busted up all right. the time. You know how it goes. Yeah. So he had, he had some painkillers. And so he gave them to me and I was able to shut myself down for a good hour or two that night. And so I'm like, all right, I'll just wait till the next day and, you know, tough it out, see how it goes. Uh, next day, exactly the same. This is last Tuesday, just crazy pain. So we ended up driving from Ohio where we were to Pittsburgh, where the show was this past weekend. And I, you know, still trying to think that hopefully it was like nothing severe. I thought maybe it was like a broken bone or something because they didn't take any x-rays or anything. And I yep. thought that was weird too. Cause usually that's like the first thing with any accident is, you know, x-ray that shit. Um, so I, you know, I tough it out that one final evening. Um, then come Wednesday morning breakfast and I'm like, I got to hold my arm above my head. Otherwise it like starts pulsating so bad. It brings me to my knees or actually to the freaking ground. And so the lady at the restaurant, wouldn't even let us leave the restaurant unless I promised her that we would go to the hospital. Oh my so gosh. that ended up being a ended up being a good thing because we went to the hospital and turned out, you know, my arm was all swollen and stuff. Turned out there was like a super, super gnarly infection that had spread throughout my whole arm and was like just about to uh, go into like my bot my chest cavity and my body cavity. And I guess if that happens, like you're you, you're done. Like yeah, that stuff gets into your your bloodstream into your heart, like you're, you're dead. So, oh uh, the doctors, they, yeah, they sat me down and like pretty much beat it into my head. Like, Hey, you were within hours of losing your entire arm. And I was like, Holy crap, that makes sense. Why it hurts so much. Yeah. Cause it was about to <laughs> but, die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On, on, I, I, I tell my friends, I'm like, you guys, I feel like I just, I feel like I'm dying. Like it feels like I'm going to die. They're like, Oh, you know, you probably just have like a broken elbow or a broken wrist or something. And, uh, turns out I wish it was those things because it's been, it's been the worst single-handedly, the worst experience from any injury I've ever had in my whole life of riding of anything. And it's been a week straight of, of stationary in the hospital bed, uh, machines hooked up to both arms, can't even get out of bed to go to the bathroom or anything like that. Like it's, it's been gnarly to say the least. So what did they do? So they, okay, they found this infection. They're like, oh, shit. Like, we have to have this surgery. Remember when you're like, okay, cool. Got out of surgery. Almost had to lose the arm. It was pretty serious there for a little bit. Like, what did they do? Did they kind of tell you, like, what they had to do to try to, you know, to, to save the arm or to make sure that shit was going to come out correct? Yeah. So you probably, you saw the, you saw the photos and, and like you said, that first one, I was just, I was floored because, and like shocked because I had to stay overnight in the hospital. I'm like, man, overnight in the hospital, this is, this shit's crazy. But you saw my arm wasn't too bad. It's because everything was going on under the skin. So what they had to do, they had to slice like the whole thing open and just like push and squeegee and maneuver all these like pus pockets full of just, I mean, they came in and still can't put a finger on what the infection is because there's so many different bacteria going on in there that like they still don't know they're sending they're sending me back to wisconsin right now my mom came flew out and we're driving the goat van back to wisconsin because well i was going 
going stir crazy sitting in that hospital bed and I wanted to, I think I'll heal better at home. Yeah. But they, they didn't want to release me to go to a new hospital until they figured it out. But they just eventually gave up and said, we don't know what's going on. There's too much, there's too much stuff. The doctor just kept saying, it's a riot in there. Oh my there gosh. is a riot of bacteria. <laughs> that's like a <laughs> punk like, band. That's not, the, <laughs> that's not a good, not a good thing to hear. So yeah, what they did, they end up slicing it open and, and like, just, I guess, kind of massaging in a very rough, ungentle way, massaging all like the, they had to, they had to actually just dig and scrape and pull pieces of flesh out that were too like overly infected to where they were dead. There was big black chunks of my body in there. There was, I mean, pus buildup. It was everything under the sun that you don't want in your body was, yeah, I guess having a riot fest in my arm. Oh my <laughs> gosh, dude. So you know, like you've told me a lot more than you know you would get from trolling Facebook. So you know, I, my first, my question was going to be like, where do you go from here? And I think like the real question is, has the lawsuit already started? <laughs> well, in my mind, it's already going, but I'm trying to. When I think about that, I I get worked up, of course, and I get I get all angry and negative. And I know we all know, like if you want to heal, you got to try and stay positive. And That's so, a solid point. I've been, solid point. Yeah. I've been trying to push that off until until I'm like out of the woods because I still don't I'm still not like it's still right now we're actually doing something kind of sketchy my mom and myself um we're driving home and we're missing uh in um injection of two injections of antibiotics which is at this point it's still like you know pretty dependent on getting those things to try and kill off whatever's in there but um so right now the game plan is is to try i'm trying to get my sister to work on that actually because she's pretty heated up she's in the medical field herself and when she heard about the practices that went on during this whole procedure she got she got heated so i'm hoping she's kind of tackling a little bit of that when i can try and stay focused on healing um but yeah when i'm done i mean this is going to be i have very good health insurance but this is going to be a very big financial setback because they brought in so many specialists, ran so many tests. It's, I've got a machine that sucks the goo out of my arm full time. That's like twenty thousand dollars a day just to have it hooked up to you. Goodness, that's what. Yeah, that's that's the numbers that I got from somebody who's apparently in the know on it. I haven't got the bill yet. I really don't want to because then, then there goes all my positive feelings going out the window. Yeah, again, so. no, I, I think you're uh, right. I think the right thing to do is to try to focus on the fact that shit could have gotten a lot worse. And that you yeah. know, you, it you're there's some light right now at the end of the tunnel, and that I would agree. It seems it's tough, you know, making the decision that you guys made to do to drive home. But I get where you're at there, um, opposed to kind of being far away, literally from everybody you knew, or at least this way you're going to be close to family. So in the traveling, have they've kind of given you like antibiotics to travel with, and then once you get to whatever hospital you're headed to, like they've already kind of like they're aware that you're on the way. Well. We, it's like such a specific, like I said, and crazy combination of uh, deadly bacteria in me that there's no oral, there's no antibiotics that will battle it. It has to be IV injection only. So we're totally winging it on this drive, but we do have the next hospital all set up. We'll drive straight home and go right to the hospital at like 3 a.m. or whenever it is we're going to arrive home. So we did, you know, we're not just totally doing it like, you know, uh, second half of a hair scramble winging it holding on for dear life we're actually we got it set up we got it all we got a you know a at home uh 
PCP, I guess that's some type of a at-home doctor coming or nurse coming in to, to care and kind of turn my parents, one of their rooms into my own hospital bed. So, you know, at least I can, like you said, be close to family and, and the goats and everything and hopefully get some healing going on here. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, uh, when, when do you know if it's turned around? Like, I mean, did they kind of say, like, right now, you know, that, that we're going to see stages of healing or deterioration so that we know when we're kind of, like, started to head in a, in a positive place versus a negative place? Um, well, I know that there definitely was a turning point this week to where it was two nights ago. It was actually the night before um, my mom came in. She flew in. I told her like the whole week. I'm like, no, mom, I'm good, you know, because it was I was solo in it. But then the tour was going on in that city, so I still had buddies from the tour that were still just like performing at the arena right down the road. If something crazy did happen, I did have people I knew that were there. But then the tour moved on, and she and I was still there, and you know she didn't feel comfortable with that, and so she ended up coming out. But that night before she came out, I got hit with uh, like a hundred and. 3.7 degree fever and I mean I'm not not just like sweating but my body was like shooting like all my pores were like squirt guns shooting sweat out it was like I'd never seen anything like it before I was like and I was all by myself in the in the hospital bed and I was sitting or hitting my nurse call button because they had like been laid on my pain meds so I'm got like a pain level of 10 my body's leaking profusely I'm sitting there naked in the hospital bed I freaking got tears running on my face I'm in so much pain hitting this call button and no one's coming no one's coming and it was at that point where i'm like i think i might like this thing might kill me it felt like and so i was like at this point that i hadn't ever i've never like been that close to just like thinking stuff was going to be over and then as i guess what often does in those type of story stories uh the next day was the first time that i felt improvement so um there was that was the turnaround for actually like any improvement at all because for the first five days it was stagnant there was nothing yeah. there was no improvement it was full pain all day even like they'd give me two oxys get me on dilated which is like this crazy iv painkiller like they had me so pumped full of stuff and it would still hurt right through all of the pain stuff wow. that they would give me it was like I'd, I'd never even taken more than one oxy at one time and had it not take care of things so i was it was pretty intense um, and then, yeah, there was that turnaround night where I kind of just laid it all out there. I'm like, okay, I'm either going to die or I'm going to get better. And, uh, just tried to stay positive through it and, um, had some friends, you know, uh, morally supporting the texts and calls that night. So I wasn't just going totally crazy because the nurses, I mean, as soon as the night shift came on, it's like they signed off. They're just like, we don't even care who you are anymore. We're not going to come and answer your call button. So things would get pretty sketchy at night um and i'm sure they were busy and had a bunch of patients and stuff and were probably understaffed but it'd get it gets get, gets bad at night but as far as like what the future is like what our our go-to plan is yeah um i'm not altogether sure uh it's kind of been i've been living in a pain pill haze too so like they might have tell, told me some stuff and i don't remember it but i thankfully had my mom and sister there um, I think the goal is to stay on antibiotics for the next 10 to 14 days and reevaluate the, the situation after that. Hopefully that should be enough to kill off all the rest of the junk that's in me and 
shit, I just want to get healthy enough to get back on my bike. And actually, Nitro Circus is coming into my hometown, and I want to be healthy enough to go check that out. So yeah, I got some sure. goals, man. That's good, dude. Goals. And you're gonna have your wife there to help out. So that's always uh, that's well, always that's nice. the story. The story even takes another turn right oh, there shit. because Here Sarah, yeah, <laughs> Sarah's actually out injured herself. She had a an accident on the show with you know some a bike issue and. She got a real bad concussion, and it was uh, it was about four weeks ago, and her brain is still so swollen, and she's leaking some spinal fluid and stuff, and she's actually stationary up at her parents in Michigan, so we're both out injured, and it was I guess she just reminded me of this it was our two month of two month anniversary of being married, and we're both in you know out of commission in separate states at separate times so <laughs> so yeah oh, you know man. it's supposed to be <laughs> it's supposed to be one you know we're there to take care of each other and stuff but physically we just right now i can't drive she can't drive we're kind of stuck on separate states and separate even time zones so um yeah we're we hope to be reunited soon is all i can say on that one right now dude us too man us too well I know it's got to be tough to kind of do what you're doing, and I, I, you know, I really appreciate it. You know, if you'd have told me, dude, there's no way I can talk about this. Of course, we totally understand, but you are, you know, you're one of the badasses that we've seen for so long do these crazy things on these bikes, and I'm, it's just cool to see how much you're willing to fight at everything, and I can only imagine, again, only imagine, because the story you just gave, there's multiple times that I know that there, you probably would have preferred, or that someone like myself would have preferred to just let it all in, because it sounds like the pain was probably pretty damn intense, so... Good it luck! Was, uh, Holy shit! Good luck because <laughs> we want to be really kept up to date on your on everything as it goes because it really could be another night where you have a fever like that, but your body's fixing itself at that point. You know that's what that fever's doing. Yeah. You know that's I what know. the scientists yeah. say. So yeah, that's I mean that's and they were trying. I actually tried to like you know uh, squirt around getting some of the because like, they were giving Tylenol and stuff to fight the fever, and I know the fever is your body raising its temperature to kill off the infection. So I'm just, I want to fight through it. I'm like, no, I don't want that shit. I want to push through it and like let my body kill this stuff. And honestly, it's been, it's, it's been the hardest. And like, I've never been probably got, you know, hundreds of shots, just had needles in every, my arm doesn't have any spots left to poke really. And it's, yeah, it's been, it's been a fight for sure. I have, I hope nobody has to go through this. If anybody I actually was talking to Cody Webb about it a couple of days ago, and he had he had ridden with a, a foot infection um, at one of the trials nationals. And you know, when you hear about a person riding with an infection, it doesn't sound as gnarly as like, oh, he rode that race with a broken foot or with a broken hand or this or that. But I tell you what, I give him mad props on that one because I know infections firsthand they hurt way more than a break does right oh my gosh that sounds intense well yeah dude we really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us good luck on the drive home how much longer do you guys have in the car i'm thinking we got about six six hours left or so so you know well be safe uh, one more round one more round of pain pills and we'll be there. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Well, I'll touch base with you tomorrow. Make sure that everybody, that you're feeling good and all that kinds of stuff. And, uh, yeah, no, we hope for the best, man. And we really appreciate you coming on the show. Hey, as always, it's a pleasure to be there. Hopefully get this thing kicked. And then next time I come on, we can talk about some of the crazy tricks that I've done or something instead of uh, talking about all the blood loss and that, stuff. The crazy trick's <laughs> going to be getting over a crazy-ass infection. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> So far, that's been my hardest one, but I got some stuff planned after this that has, hasn't been done before, so 
Got some cool things in the works. I'm in, man. I really appreciate it, and we can't wait to do it, dude. Take it easy. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Later. Peace out. Peace. Oh, my gosh. Dude, yeah, so we got guys in the chat room that are like, holy crap, that sounds so gross. I'm kind of a, you can do it using bad words or the uh, the expletives of bad words talking about how gnarly that stuff is. And I can't even imagine, can't even imagine the pain that he's talking about. And the whole thing about, like, I've had a bad fever before. Like, oh, it hurts. Oh, bad fever. But I can only imagine almost 104 where he's talking about, like, just the sweat almost in a sense like just pouring out of his body that's pretty intense so dude that's actually a really good thing if anybody out there has had any kind of incident like that hit us up in the comments because we want to know about this kind of stuff we want to like we've talked with josh demuth when he lost his leg that was because of the fact that the hospital did not do a good enough job with the compound fracture. They didn't realize that what had happened is when he hit the ground he had a compound fracture and that the bone dug into the ground and so they cleaned all the the flesh really well but they didn't clean the bone really well so when they put him back together all the dirt that was in his bone went into his leg and just that was it done uh so it sounds like you know like obviously with the poor hospital service that that phil got on the initial um wreck unfortunately all that dirt was still in there and his body just started shutting it down quick like oh my god this is not going to be good so It'd be interesting. Oh my gosh, that's intense, dude. Um, so we're trying to, uh, we're getting Corey Grafunder on. We're going to talk to him. Awesome uh, enduro cross rider. Obviously, been to TKO, doing the rocks and logs, Red Bull kind of stuff. I mean, all the the good riding up there. But you know, until we can get him signed on, obviously, thank you again to our sponsors of Fly Racing and FlyRacing.com, where you guys can learn more about that. Again, um, I did hear that there's a chance that uh, we're going to have some some gear at the Monster Energy Cup. I don't know. Look out for it. If you guys want some, remember, hit the comments and tell us. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I want that. I want that. And if you do want it, you know, what uh, what color would you like? Because I don't really know. And then, of course, uh, Kenda Tire. It's going to be fun. We're trying to put together some Riding with Woody adventures for next year. Where we get a chance to go to some Kenda events, do a little bit of filming for them, do a little bit of filming for us. So see if we can kind of get, get those kind of like episodes going. Um, I think that will be a good time and something fun that we can do. Of course, Stillwell Performance, stillwellperformance.com is the website where you can get them. Um, with that, of course, you know, my 350, we did the suspension before we went to Colorado and obviously the TKO, uh, and it worked great. So if you guys didn't watch any of the footage from that, please do. Now, granted, there are times that I fell and shit happens, but <laughs> believe me, that is way more rider than anybody else, so... It, with that, though, I, you know, definitely. And what I noticed, too, is the 4CS. So I've ridden a couple of the stock bikes, like the stock 250F that we rode against the YZFX. And then, of course, we had the uh, the 300 that I rode, uh, Big Buck. Th- their front ends are just really stiff, and they've got a weird pocket. And when the, sometimes they'll blow past that really stiff spot, and then all of a sudden they're super spongy. And then they can actually bottom out, like physically bottom out. Uh, metal on metal bottom out and that shit's dangerous um so the best to get uh, that taken care of while you can still well performance does a great job fixing that up check out what dirt rider said about him giving him five stars so a lot of cool stuff happening there i think you should definitely be checking it out um other stuff that's been going on of course i'm looking forward to the ozark 100 i'm trying to get my wife to okay that we go um, to that event, it's obviously really close here, but being the weekend after Thanksgiving, my wife is kind of like, nope, uh, I really don't think that you're going to be able to go because it's family 
family Thanksgiving. You know, there's only so much stuff you can do on Thanksgiving Day. Um, and that always bleeds over into the weekend. And I think that it may bleed into the weekend this time, too, even though, of course, I would like to be there uh, writing and or filming, depending on how far I make it. I don't know, Stephen. I don't think I would make it into the into the night event right now just because I haven't been riding the ankle surgery and all that stuff. But it'd be fun to go, fun to figure out and see what's happening to make, see if we could make that kind of kind of go down. Uh, other stuff coming up, of course, we're going to have the GNCC Powerline Park in Ohio. Uh, actually, actually, this weekend, October 17th and 18th. Um, so, you know, Caleb Russell had his knee surgery. I've been trying to get in touch with him to see how the surgery went, but I haven't heard anything from him. So let's just text him right now while we're here. Let's do it. Caleb Russell. How's the knee, man? Show wants to know. <laughs> maybe maybe he'll uh maybe he'll respond. We'll see. Um but then of course so you know uh Josh Strain did really good. Ryan Sipes did awesome. We had uh Thad Duval getting wins. I mean the Husqvarners were doing really good. So it's cool to see them up on the podium having fun, kicking ass. And we're going to see who's going to come away with wins this time. Because obviously there are plenty of other uh, riders out there who can compete. Uh, with, we've got Powerline Park. And then what do we have after that? I think we have Ironman. And then we're kind of we're kind of it. Kind of done for the year with that. So that'll be fun. So speaking of going to be done for the year, we've got the rest of the year to keep going. So what we're going to do is we're going to have Alan Stillwell come on again so we can talk about suspension again. We're going to have guys like Coach Seiji to come on and talk about some of the training aspects. So if then, if things are you know if there's things you want to know you know hit us up again that's what the comments are for you can reach us on facebook all that kinds of stuff that just allows us to bring content that's more relevant to relative to what you guys want to watch so if there's something out there make sure you let us know because we're going to be having october november and december to talk about that kind of stuff now we're going to have some local winter races here coming up of course we got a full gas in november so that'll be fun to chat about but there's going to be stuff we got holidays, but whatever. We're going to talk dirt bikes. So make sure you let us know. Apparently, we're having issues connecting with Mr. Corey Grafunder uh, in, in, in the world of the Internet. Uh, so then moving on, November 7th, that same weekend that we've got another race that I'm totally spacing on. I think it's Ironman. Nope, that's before the weekend. So November 7th is uh, Boise, Idaho, Enduracross. So we're going to be second to last round. Um, I thought this was interesting. I don't know if anybody else has noticed this. I went to the Endurocross website, durocross.com. Well, then it forwards itself to motocross.transworld.net slash Endurocross. And I go, huh, that's weird. And I noticed they've got this weird skin on the sides. So I kind of start to figure it out. I scroll to the bottom and I realize, oh, they're all owned by the same parent company, 10, the Enthusiast Network, uh, Sports and Entertainment Action Outdoor Group. I thought this was a little bit interesting, but... So that's kind of the way things are going these days. I don't know if it's that smaller organizations don't get the return that they're looking for, so they buff themselves up and make their ad sales look really good so that they can sell, or if these bigger companies are looking to make sure that their numbers look the best as possible, so they buy up all these little properties kind of in the action sports world to kind of cover a lot of the markets. So they're like, oh, well, you want to sell ads and talk to these people. Well, we've got sites to cover that. Um, so I think it's interesting. Um, not against it. Not saying it's negative. I just think it's interesting as you kind of like watch it develop. So, yeah, there's always that to talk about. Um, man, it's getting to that point now where I actually am uh, 
Like, do 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 do, Steven. What do you think? Just call his phone. Just bring him up. Just bring him up audio. Just call his phone. Yeah, we'll see if that'll work. Okay, so Caleb Russell gets operated on this Thursday. Hey, Corey, what's up, man? It's Brian. How's it going? Hey, good. So don't worry about it. We got you here. As long as you can talk audio wise, we think you're. We, you know, maybe maybe you're just not feeling it, and the shower's not working, and because of that, you know, Skype's not working, <laughs> and we're just gonna we're just gonna bring it in and hot this way. Is that okay with you? Okay, yeah, that works. I had some I got some Skype issues. I needed to reset my password. I don't know computer stuff. Yeah, I was five seconds away from calling you actually, but if this works, that works for me. All right, buddy. Well, dude, so. We didn't get a chance to really talk about you after or at the TKO and after the TKO and how all that kind of stuff went down for you. So you got fifth, pretty decent. I don't know. Is that how, what's the best that you've done at the TKO? Is it fifth? Uh, two years ago, I finished third. Okay, so you're on the podium two years ago. Now, last year, what were you? What was it last year? Uh, I can't even remember. See? I don't think I made the final. Now I don't feel so bad. Okay, so <laughs> third two years ago, probably maybe didn't make the final last year, then the fifth this year. Um, talk to me a little bit about what your thoughts are on a TKO. Is it getting more? Is it getting a little bit tougher? Uh, how has the event evolved in your eyes, and is it evolving in the right direction? And I, and I kind of ask those questions because of the possibility of it being bigger next year with Red Bull being a potential, you know, kind of title sponsor. Yeah, I think it's definitely been getting better year to year. Um, you know, that the place doesn't have you no know, endless riding. So they, they kind of use what they got. This year, um, they cut in a bunch of new stuff, which I think was the difference that made it quite a bit better. Uh, it was it was harder stuff. It was new stuff. You know, rather than just riding the rocky Jeep trails and, you know, the trials type stuff that they have there already. Um, so I, you know, I would hope that they would do some more of that, and hopefully bring in some, some more new stuff, some more challenging stuff, and you know, put that all in the final race. Because I think the knockout format is cool. You know, it, it caters to all skill levels. You know, you can have the amateur guys race Saturday, and the you know medium skill guys so far they can get, and then for the pros, you know, we have a pretty tough course and a long grueling day of riding as well. Oh my gosh! Yes, you do. Yeah, I uh, and I don't know if you know this, and we've talked about it on the show a couple of times, but I actually qualified from Saturday for Sunday, um, and everybody was like, "Why aren't you doing the hot last?" Blah 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 blah, and I was like, "Man, you know, I could. That'd be great. It'd be fun." But I got no need to beat myself up and my bike up that much more. Like I have, <laughs> I have zero aspirations that I'm gonna just you know, come out swinging and just kick ass and blah, 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 blah. Like, I had a lot of fun Saturday. I fell a couple times. I made some mistakes. I worked my ass off and did good. And that was what I wanted. That's what I needed. And then I took a bunch of kick-ass pictures on Sunday. So, you know, it's like, but right. holy shit. Yeah, y'all, so, and that's speaking to the level of y'all's course. Like, it's just the intensity level just goes up astronomically. So for those who like go, oh, cool, I'm going to go try to qualify Saturday, even if you do, know that Sunday is going to just whoop your ass. So it's a totally right. different level that you guys ride. I did as well, 
enjoy some of the new trail that they put in and that they put in a little bit more effort. And I I hope that with the maybe maybe money from Red Bull, I don't know if that's a thing or not, if they, or they just kind of usurp control. But uh, if that brings in more money and a chance to hire more people to put in an effort, because it seems like they have a lot of land, um, you know, those trails, you go out for a good bit. So, I mean, with some with some more manpower and some more hours, I think we could get some really bitching nasty single track out there. Yeah, I agree. The The terrain is, you know, phenomenal for an extreme enduro. It's a lot of rock, a lot of real slick dirt, you know, that hard packed clay. The one year when it rained, it was almost impassable. Right. And, uh, you know, we, we did a little free riding. I think it was last year before the race at the, this property, like right next door to the facility. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of just bashing through the trees, making our own way. And, you know, it's, it's gnarly out there before they do any work. There's vines everywhere. We're getting, you know, clotheslined by vines and hook your leg on it, rips you off the back of the bike. So it's crazy. Uh, yeah, it would be a lot of fun. And, and it kind of reminds me of the, the property we used to have in Arkansas. It's just like really neat rolling hills that have a lot of nasty rock underneath. And so it's like one of those deals, if you were to ever lose your momentum, you'd totally be screwed because, you know, but it seems like what we have right now, though they were a little bit tougher this year, last year it definitely was, you know, you had a lot more of that two-track. So, you know, if you were to get off your line and you needed to kind of biff a little to the right or screw up a little to the left, you could do that and still find traction where... You know, if you did that on a single track trail out there, you would be screwed. <laughs> a lot yeah. of suck. I think the format could use a little bit of a tweak as well. You know, it's kind of odd the way that we have, you know, two long races, or I guess hot lap, and then two long races, and then the final back on a different course. I think I would like to see, you know, maybe maybe just two races, um, both of them long, both of them difficult. Mm-hmm. Um rather than, you know, having the final with less riders and, you know, just on such a confined course. I guess right. it's good for the spectators to have it all right there. But, you know, it's just kind of weird being out there on those two, you know, enduro races, and they don't really matter, you know. Right. just kind of get through them. Yeah. Yeah, and I've heard some, some, some stories about people wondering – about that too with the timing on the the second i think the the one right before the final on that knockout like that it seems weird that some people are going to be stuck with riders and then they only take two and things like that i don't know so it's kind of interesting i think it's from the i don't know I right to go it, 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 it it's a little weird like when you get uh from the first knockout into the second one it's the people you get paired with seems a little weird um, so that you can you yeah. know, like, kind of lose out to people that you shouldn't really be losing out to speed-wise. Right. That's I don't what know. happened to me last year. Okay. It was, like I said, it, it rained and got and got real slick and hard. And um, I forget who was even in my group. It was, you know, Caleb Russell and I think Ricky Russell and, and one other guy. And, you know, all three of them beat me. So, you know, I, I had that group. And then, you know, I looked through the results and the group ahead of me, the group after me, you know, their time is like way off. I would have qualified out of that group easily. So, right. you know, I was kind of disappointed that I was out when I felt like I should have still been in. Yeah, that's what it was. It's that they literally just take two people, but 
in the long run, it's that it should be off the times. Like, sure, if you want to let five people leave together, let five people leave together. But in the long run, it should just always be based off of time, opposed to that pocket of riders in that group. That's right. what it was. Yeah, um, that's always a little weird. But well, cool. Well, I haven't heard anything about Red Bull taking it over, but I've noticed that it looks like the Rocks and Log event in Calgary gotten a little bit bigger. Um, so hopefully they yeah. do, they do feel like they're gonna they're gonna put a little bit more effort. Uh, and by I, be, I mean by Red Bull, I think the TKO guys, uh, the, the Trails Training Center guys, do a phenomenal job. They put in a lot of effort. So, did you have fun at Rocks and Logs? I didn't see you on the podium this year, so I was wondering. I uh, I, I had flashes of fun. <laughs> I was coming <laughs> into it uh, pretty under the weather, so you know I didn't really you know come in with a lot of confidence and feel very good. But uh, you know, flights were booked, and I had a bike up there, so I went anyway, and. Um, it, w- it went pretty good. Um, they have a similar kind of knockout format um, where you have to advance and advance and advance all the way to a final. And okay. I did great in all the qualifier races. And then in the final, just everything just fell apart. I, I ended up getting stuck in this mud hole. There was like some hole coming out of the mud hole that you couldn't see. And my whole bike was like in it. And I lost a bunch of spots. And then I ended up uh, having a pretty big crash and like face planting onto a big rock and I smashed my hip all up and I was able to ride around for another lap and, and finish, but I was pretty out of it after that. Right. Oh man. It just looks like that, that event looks like a lot of fun. And I don't know that if it's in, in by fun, I mean to watch. Um, it, it's one of those that like, I wish it would happen close enough that it was easy to spectate live. It seems like it would be a fun event to have happen live. And I think it's because I like the fact that it seems that it's so close to the city. Um, yeah, it, that's it, it that's neat. Is. And is that like we just can't do that in America because of like America, or like is that <laughs> like what's up with that? Like, why does it seem that? I mean, I, it seems like the European dudes can have all these bitch and city races, and then Canada's got this got rocks and logs, but we can't have shit. I don't know. It's there, there's an act, actually a motocross track right there. Um, I, I raced on growing up, you know, doing the Canadian nationals, and it's kind of on a hill just on the edge of town and it's all like industrial buildings around there. So I don't think they really have too many issues with people complaining. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the, you know, the downtown is just in the distance. So you get these amazing, you know, skyline shots of the city. Um, it's you, pretty it, cool. Looking like you guys are jumping over buildings and shit. Like it's awesome. Yeah, it <laughs> for sure. You got to make yourself look cool. First and foremost, first and foremost, I never do. So that's why I always remind you guys to do it. Um, so no, that looks like a fun event. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what Red Bull can do with the Tennessee knockout. If they do kind of, if that, if that comes into fruition, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, so Sacramento Enduro Cross, uh, we're kind of working our way through some of the events that have happened. Uh, you got fourth, obviously did really well there, but then it seemed like looking at the results in 18th at Denver. So take us through those tracks and those events and, and how, how it was for you. Yeah, um, Sacramento went really good for me. I just had a really good ride in the main. Um, came out of the first couple turns, I think I think in fourth place, and um, ran right up front for the first maybe three or four laps. It was kind of carnage everywhere. I think uh, Ty Tremaine led for a while, and I was second to him, and then you know a bunch of guys crashed, and it like mixed all up, and then Nick Thompson was leading, and I was second to him, and then everything all went to hell again. And then Cody was leading and I was second to him. So, you know, that the whole first part of the race was, was really cool. And, and then kind of just settled in and, um, Colton 
eventually got by me. And then Taylor had, I'm sure you've probably seen his Instagram video, um, where he like ran into the back of me. Yep. But he eventually got by me after that as well. And yeah, just ended up fourth. I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's that's phenomenal. Like that's that's where you want to be. Like if you, if you're not gonna if like if it's tough, which enduro cross is, if it's tough to be consistent, oh, at least I think it would be. And you, but you could get yourself into the top five in an event. That's awesome. Uh, the pay- podiums where everybody wants to be, but the you know, top five still pretty nice. Yeah, definitely. But you know, you can't can't win them all. Like the the next weekend, I'm sitting there on the sidelines. Watching the main event from the stands in Denver, so yeah, what shows? Yeah, how, I mean, like, how know, does that change? Like, <laughs> and again, is it kind of like just it's because of the the volatility of consistency within endurocross sometimes? Yeah, I, I think it's you know it's that it's it's the fact that they only take thirteen guys to the main event, and there's you know twenty guys that are main event guys now. Sorry, we got a train going by. I don't know if you can hear that. That's okay. You you don't want uh, you, you don't want to hear what people hear on our Thursday night show. <laughs> it gets weird. But yeah, there you know it, there's just not that many spots in the in the main event, and you know over the last three four years it's really stacked up, and you know a bunch of new guys have shown up and gone fast. So it only takes a couple little things, and you can be out of the main. Right. Damn. Well, um, we did have a question in the chat room from Double D. He said, "Do you feel your heart coming out of your chest during the entire race?" And I can imagine he means oh. any race that you do that's extreme. <laughs> De- definitely, especially in endurocross. You know, I I've been wearing heart rate monitor for years, and you know, I, I wear it in a couple of the races, and you know, it usually gives me a maximum and an average, and my average is usually only a couple points lower than the max so basically (laughs) as soon as 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 the gate drops you go wide open and you go wide open until you see the checker flag it it just there's nothing else like it where you can just go that hard the whole time yeah i guess to that point he actually comes in and asks what's the toughest part of the race to start middle or end i mean what it is what what do you think there um i'd say the end you know usually you see the halfway flag and you're like, all right, halfway, halfway, you know, keep it up. And then a couple laps later, you're like, man, where's that white flag? <laughs> um, it all hurts. It all hurts. <laughs> everything's that red line, and you know your your legs are aching, and everything's just max. You don't, you can't give it anymore. Like, you know, there's so many things that go on, whether it's you know crashing or or pushing to try and make a pass, or you know having someone coming up behind you and pushing you and you know, there's always something to to make you push a little bit harder, and you know that's what just makes you on the edge the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Double D in the chat room, right when you said about the uh, that your heart rate monitor, he goes, "Whoa!" Like you could tell he's excited and probably never going to do a duro cross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's uh, what's coming up for you? Are you going to be able to be at the Ozark 100? Uh, no, I have, uh, the next Enduro Cross this weekend up in Everett and, and then the following weekend is the hair scramble race. Nice. So, uh, oh man. Okay, cool. So let me see. I got to put these in here. 
Uh, that's right. Everett is this weekend. I, for some reason, thought Boise was next, but that's not until November. That's where I screwed up. So Everett's this weekend in, in uh, Washington for Enduro Cross. And then, yep. okay, I screwed that up. Then you got a hair scramble. Uh, and then we're into November. So then we've got Thanksgiving. You got any races? But then we got Boise. So November 7th, you've got Boise. Um, and then so we get closer to Thanksgiving. And then the weekend after Thanksgiving is the Ozark 100. So is that. I know that's going to be tough because you're a West Coast guy, so. I don't, I don't even know what weekend. That, that's not the same weekend as Boise, right? That's correct. It is the 27th and 28th of November, I believe, if I have any form of. Brian, that, that's too far away. I can't plan that far ahead. Okay. It, that, I got like. Honestly, I got Everett I can... this weekend, <laughs> hair scramble next weekend. That's all that's on my mind. All right. That, I, <laughs> I, could... should like, probably, I should probably get a calendar and put it on the fridge. Mark down all my races and, you know, make they, a plan. Then you'd have to have a fridge. Don't work like that. Yeah, then you'd have <laughs> to have a fridge. <laughs> well, oh, I should also mention, are you going to Everett? Oh, man, I am not. No. Oh, man, because um, I've been doing a bunch of filming this year with Wiley from Red yeah, Tide yeah. Pictures. And we're doing the premiere for the film that's coming out called Woo-hoo. Get Lost. Oh, I know. We're excited. We had Wiley Friday. on last week, two weeks ago. No, three weeks ago. I don't know. Three weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Were you here, Stephen? Uh, as well as gone. Okay, so it was two weeks ago. I'm on drugs. Yeah, we had Wiley on and talked about it. It's awesome. So what day at Everett? Is it going to be Friday or Saturday? It's Friday night. Okay. Um, and it's, uh, I can't remember what the venue's called right now, but it's at, Come on. open at 6.30. Get a calendar, uh, bro. The show starts at 7.30. <laughs> it's, it's like half a mile from the arena. Um, I don't know. I put it up on my Facebook, Instagram, everywhere, so I'm sure people can find it there. Okay, cool. I'll make sure to share it for sure, too. That'll be cool. But We're we actually... Pretty... Go ahead. We, I just was going to say, we did some pretty cool stuff. You know, we filmed in a, a bunch of really neat locations, and, you know, it's going to be it's going to be exciting. I can't wait to see it. I, I haven't seen any of it yet, so I'm I'm so excited. Oh, uh, yes. I know. I, I the, the footage, the trailer, I was so damn excited and that's when i was like oh my gosh i gotta have wiley back on to talk about this um and so steven and i are actually in the works we're trying to put together to see if we could put on a you know kind of a north texas premiere of get lost for wiley so you know obviously it costs money for Wiley to fly in and and doing a premiere like that isn't a way for him to essentially make money it's just a way to get the film out and get people stoked and meet people in person and all that kinds of stuff and we like that. We love that camaraderie, kind of like get together and have a little bit of a party and goof off. And if we could get that and shape that around the Get Lost premiere here in North Texas, we're, we were, we're all about that. So we're actually looking for a location right now uh, to kind of try cool. to figure out pricing so that, you know, Wiley kind of knows like what that looks like, you know, because it's his film. We're just trying to put it away for, you know, more publicity for him here kind of in the central of the states. <laughs> right. So one day I'll just have all kinds of money to piss away, and it'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah, won't we all? <laughs> uh, indeed, indeed. Well, dude, thank you very much. Sorry we had a little bit of trouble getting connected, but I really appreciate you taking the time to to, to come on the show and chat. It's always good. Um, man, I don't. I just feel like we didn't. We need to have a better after party at X Games next year. I feel like this year we kind of let ourselves down. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what was happening. Downtown Austin is usually a pretty popping place it's a it's it's a it's a it's a well you can get lost so easy trying to like figure out what to do um 
we need to we need to plan something, I guess. Cause apparently, there was supposed to be some party, and then we went there, and there was no party. And then we were like, "All right, we'll just wander up and down the street and watch the cops arrest people for being drunk, drunk in public." Which Shia LaBeouf got arrested in Austin this past weekend for being drunk? Yes. <laughs> Strange and random shit you follow while you troll Twitter, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, cool, dude. Have fun racing. Good luck this coming up weekend in uh, Everett, Washington, and make sure you give everybody high fives for us if that's okay with you. For sure. Awesome, dude. Well, thank you very much. Good luck. As always, thank you, and I'll keep it pinned. Yeah, there you go, man. Peace. See ya. Awesome. I'm glad we got connected because it takes uh, a little bit to make it work sometimes it's and it's not always technology it's just sometimes it's, it's just weird this case was technology but still so uh, i'm glad that we got to make it work because Corey Grafunder is always a fun guy to talk to I think one of the first times we had him on was after he got one of his medals at enduro cross at x games um and he didn't even have it on and we were like what the hell dude he's like well it's, it's hanging up on the uh hanging up on the mantle and i think his girlfriend uh was the one that came grabbed it and like threw it at him and like put it on so it's like boy needs to get the damn calendar though Maybe we should make a seat time calendar. Maybe we should make a seat time calendar. Can we sell calendars of the pictures that I took at X Games? I mean, is that a thing? You think we could do that? Is your mic still on? Yeah, it's on. Can we do I'm that? Just thinking. I thinking? don't know. I don't know. Could. If anybody out there knows legally, <laughs> if I could make a calendar for 2016 with pictures that I took at Enduro Cross X Games, let us know. Because we're not legal. We're not. We're not lawyers. But we're legal. Yeah, we're legal. They're photos you took. They're photos I took, but since I'm at a venue, I don't know how that works because technically it's not a public place. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Kind of. It's weird. I think that's one of those situations where you have to get uh, releases signed. That you have to get the athlete uh, to sign a release. So we'll find out. It'll be fun. Uh, They'll be interesting, so... Yeah, I know. I know you lost me. Sorry. Sorry. Shit, hap- Shit happens when you party naked. All right, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in to Seat Time. Of course, Seat Time is brought to you by the fine folks at Fly Racing, where you can find them at flyracing.com or at your local dealer. Of course, Kinda Tire, kindatire.com. You can learn more about there. But the Equilibrium Hybrid Tire and also everything else they have to offer. The Washougal 2s are really good stuff. So that's what I run uh, on a pretty normal basis. So check those out or at your local dealer. And then, of course, stillwellperformance.com. Best way to do it, stillwellperformance.com. Check them out online. Your local dealer is not going to have any clue. and it, Well, he may have a clue, and if he does, you know that he's in tune with what's going on in the off-road world, uh, which is even better for you as an off-road rider. So, But check them out, stillwellperformance.com. Shoot them emails, ask them questions, and figure out how you can get better suspension um, and then figure out why you need to be sending your suspension to them to get it done because they always keep it pinned, and that's what you should be doing too on Stillwell Performance Suspension. So remember, we were talking about stuff that's coming up. The coming up sins is the GNCC. We've got Boise or Everett Endurocross, uh, all that kinds of fun stuff. Remember, give us reviews. If you have a review on iTunes or a comment that we like in our on YouTube, you're going to win koozies, so do it. That's what we ask of you. We will be like picking you out, talk about it on the show, and send you koozies when you send us your information. Selfie.com. Go check that out. You can do seatime.co on the right column. There's a little Selfie button. Click it. It'll take you over there. Um, and if you share that link from Selfie, you actually get a little bit of a discount, so that's even a better way for you to possibly uh, save a little bit of money and check it out, support Seatime, and see what else is going on there. 
Um, after that, thank you for tuning in to episode 184. Again, I am your host, Brian Pierce. You can find me all over the Instagrams. Uh, it's easiest at Woody B. Pierce on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I hope you guys have a fun evening. I do know that next week is a little weird. What's going on next week? Something's possibly going on. Pay attention. We may not have a show. We weren't supposed to have a show today, but my plans got a little jacked up, and I'll be going to Rebel Rampage on Friday afternoon, evening, and uh, we'll be doing a photo epic Saturday. So hopefully you guys will enjoy that. It'll be something new and different and a different avenue for us. Why not, right? All right, remember, always enjoy a pint full of awesome, and we might see you next week. If not, we'll see you in two. Hey!